2: Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. You know, in this league, yeah, I would say he is a top five receiver. I mean, uh, you know, I, to me, I think he's the best receiver because he's mine. He's
1: the guy that I'm coaching. I mean, it could be anybody. Adam, I think he's the best receiver. You know, I think KJ's a, the best receiver because, They're mine. I'm I'm coaching them, you know, and I like I I want them to be the best. I want them to drive, push themselves and have
2: that drive to be the best. So I let other people talk about who's the best and this, that and another. We just keep putting that production on the field. Well, that's not very objective. Keenan McCardell. I would have followed up there. Was that Gabe Henderson from Vikings Entertainment Network? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. My follow up there would have been, are you telling me you think KJ Osborne? is a better wide receiver than DeVonte Adams? Huh, Keenan? Give me an honest assessment.
1: I mean, yeah, Keenan, Justin Jefferson is your best receiver. If not your best player on the entire team. So let's just call it like it is, all right, Keenan?
2: Uh, I want to see Judd work for Vikings Entertainment Network and see some of the <laughs> all, some of these softball questions be sliders low and away, fastball up? up under the chin.
1: Coach O'Connell, great job! Yeah, fantastic. Only a forty-one to seven loss. Talk about the good things.
2: <laughs> this is Daily Vikings Entertainment here on Purple Daily, and uh, we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. That's pretty much all there is to it here. So if you ever feel like we're being a little too negative or something, just, listen we're all we're all just we're here to we're here to push for greatness. Okay, so if you're if you're okay with yeah. the Vikings being five hundred or below for 850 straight days or whatever it is, and, you know, you know we're not okay with that. We, we reject 500 football here Yes, on the show. Mm-hmm. We celebrate the greatness, which is what we're doing all week long here by celebrating the top 25 players in Vikings history, counting them down. This is Judd Zolgad's list that we're going to get into here, but uh, the show is presented by our friends at Surly Brewing Company and TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost, enjoy more of the things you love with TCL, and learn more at TCL.com. So, uh, we are through twenty-five through eleven here so far. Yeah, as Declan pops these up on the screen for the YouTube audience. I like how the the first five yeah. are the, the the we got all caps here for the yeah. top twenty. But why why are the first five not all
0: caps? Uh, I did this on What's the fly. On? Uh, AJ did the non-caps twenty-five through twenty-one, and uh, I made the executive decision as the executive producer to not make the other ones caps. So I just I just started typing, and um, and, <laughs> so that's, you got, so, and that's and that's so we are. laziness is yes. sort of the okay. Yeah.
1: No like complete lack of respect, Anthony Carter through Scotty Studwell. No,
0: I am putting the you know what, no what I did it on purpose because you didn't have Dante Culpepper between twenty five through twenty one. So it's more of a it's more of a mark as in these should be <laughs> erased and someone put Dante. That's why they're no. not in caps. Once they're in caps, it's they're in locked protest. in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: So for the audio audience, we'll count them down here. Twenty five Scott Studwell, twenty four Steve Hutchinson, twenty three Matt Burke, twenty two Antoine Winfield, twenty one Anthony Carter. 20, Gary Zimmerman, 19, Kevin Williams, 18, Matt Blair, 17, Robert Smith, 16, Jared Allen, 15, Joey Browner, 14, Chuck Foreman, 13, Jim Marshall, 12, Mick Tinglehoff, and number 11, Chris Dolman, just on the outside of the top 10. How much blowback did you get here the last couple days with the Mick Tinglehoffs and the Chris Dolmans? I think a lot of the blowback was more Matt Burke. Yes. And maybe Anthony Carter related.
1: Yeah, and the Carter one I I feel like the Carter one people bought into pretty quickly. Time. Uh the Burke one for sure. I you know what? The last 2 days I've gotten more notes saying it's a fun list and like people uh s- suggesting things, but it, you know, from the start of when I I began this list, my whole thing is it's not like this is the definitive list. You might disagree, that's fantastic. So the fun thing about this is I don't feel like there's any real blowback to it, there's some disagreements. And I think ultimately with where things reside now, what's what's going to be fun is not the names, because I don't think the names will be controversial. It'll be where I have them. Mm-hmm. We'll actually get into disagreements potentially about where guys are ranked. You know, if a guy at 10, I'm sure some people will feel should be seven. If a guy's at seven, I'm sure some people will feel that player should be four. So this to me has been an exercise in fun. Fun. Not an exercise in angst. Okay. Well, I already have on the angst side.
2: I've got a list of snubs that I'm compiling right now. I've got a list. Not going to show them to you, but
1: I got a list of snubs. I got a list of snubs, and I'm hopeful.
2: I'm hopeful. There's one name in particular I'm hopeful about. I don't know if you have the guts to do it, but we'll see.
1: Within the top ten, again, I, I will tell you what I told you yesterday, which is we are now in rare air. We are now in the very rare air, and once we get to top five. We are going to talk about people that changed the sport, helped change the sport. So if you have like an outside guy who, who you're like, oh, I'm surprised he wasn't like 21. He ain't showing up in the top 10. Okay. Well, so, the Vikings. The fact that the Vikings
2: do have multiple guys who have literally changed the sport and they still couldn't cash in with a Super Bowl is <laughs> I sad.
1: Bring that up every day, but it Just is saying like, like this. Like I know
2: this list of players is so ridiculous, and I don't know. It's it's. It's obvious why they're competitive on a regular basis, but, man, get some of these guys a ring, for God's sakes.
1: I know, I know, and it probably would have changed how, how long um, several of them had to wait to get into the Hall of Fame if they just had one ring from seventy.
2: Yeah. 70s. Yeah, I don't care. absolutely. Mick Tinglehoff, probably a great example, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. all right, well, we're emerging our way into the top ten here, the ten greatest Vikings of all time. So,
1: let's embark. Uh, speaking of another guy who had to wait his turn, and if he had one Super Bowl title, would not have ha- had to. And keep in mind, too, this is a glorious mix of skill position and meat and potatoes, guys, too. Oh, yeah. So, like, I did not skew at all towards, like, well, he played running back, so he has to be higher, or he played wide receiver. Uh, at number ten on the list is a guy who is now in Canton, the first overall pick in 1968, and he played for the Vikings at right tackle from '68 to '81. It's Ron Yerry. and I have mm. only one and I have only one thing to say as far as you know, Ron Yerry. First of all, I know it's a long time ago, but he was an outstanding player. Again, first overall pick in that draft. He was a first-team All-Pro in his career six times. So not the Pro Bowl, because the Pro Bowl... Everyone gets in. Yippee, yippee, you made the Pro Bowl. The All-Pro teams are where it's at. And first-team All-Pro takes... You have to be absolutely positively dominant at your position. And to do it six times is pretty ridiculous. Ron Yeri is number 10.
2: Some, some good history lessons here, because this is way before my time, Declan's time. But Ron Yeri. Played all but one season for the Vikings, so 1968 through 1981, and then he went and played with the Rams and played uh, eight games in 1982, and that was a wrap for him. But because free agency, when did free agency really open up for NFL players?
1: Oh, Plan B. The the Plan B thing started about 91, so it was a long time. So, so the what guy, happened?
2: A guy like Ron Yeri and all the you know Mick Tinglehoff, these guys who played you know, 15, 20 years. You had no option, right? If the if so the Vikings were the only team you could negotiate with?
1: Um I don't even know if there was I don't recall before plan B if there was e- even a compensation system that was close to being fair. The Vikings did have a guard in the 70s, Ed White was very very good. Um the Vikings not surprisingly lowballed him. He demanded a trade and was tra- traded to the Chargers. I believe the Vikings got back Ricky Young in that trade. So I think your option was to basically say, I'm not going to play for your team, trade me. But there was no option to really get out of the contract or to hit the market and sign elsewhere.
2: So interesting.
1: Oh, and so God, these
2: guys terrible. were just, yeah, these guys had no leverage. They weren't able to make anywhere near the money that players did 20, 30 years later. But, yeah, from so he, he played in all of the Super Bowls, I believe, unless he was injured for one. But he was the he was the starting right tackle for all those Super Bowl teams, and if, like you said, if if he gets one ring, much like all those other guys, they're all viewed on a much larger pedestal.
1: If they beat the Chiefs, which to go back to that that game, the Vikings' first Super Bowl appearance with Joe Kapp at quarterback, I think the Vikings were something like twelve point favorites. If they win that game, it changes everything. Hmm. Um, and if I'm not mistaken. The pick that the Vikings took Yerry with in 68, the first overall pick, actually had come to the Vikings in the Tarkington trade in 67. Mm. Because the Giants were bad.
2: And then they got him back.
1: Yep. So so in three of those four Super Bowls, Yerry, at right tackle, blocked for the quarterback who he had been actually traded for because that first pick came from New York. All right. Ron Yerry, number 10. Ron Yerry, number 10. Mm-hmm. Number nine, the history lessons continue. Another guy who's in Canton, but had to wait. Safety Paul Krause. Wow. Who holds to this day the National Football League record, played 12 years here, the National Football League record of 81 interceptions. Paul Krause started his career in Washington. I think he had 12 picks as a rookie in Washington, but spent the majority of his career here 81 in interceptions again part of that legendary 70s defense paul kraus is number nine
0: this is an nfl record that'll never be broken right like i mean and, and maybe even sports like it's one of those ones where i just don't think it's ever going to be broken
2: well guys don't throw interceptions anymore right right this is no, not I to take anything away right. from paul kraus so he did have 12 interceptions as a rookie in 1964 yep. and then he had another double digit he had 10 picks in 1975 uh, he had seasons of eight seven five six six six, four, but you had quarterbacks just slinging the ball all over the field. Interceptions were viewed as punts basically, so I think it's a combination of he's incredible Hall of Fame caliber player in an era where quarterbacks were just recklessly throwing the ball down the field they weren't they weren't working out twelve months a year with precision accuracy camps and stuff they were just uh no, were dropping not. back and throwing floaters down the field and Paul Krauss was uh jumping in the way of some of them. You know? Double
1: coverage? Oh, oh that's fine. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's try double coverage. Yeah, no, that's man. exactly right. But yeah, Paul Krauss, eighty one picks and in- I think Dex is right. I think this is a mark that um it might be you know, I think some guys have sniffed around it, but I don't think it gets okay. Is
2: it fair to say and this is maybe a small sample size alert here, but A lot of these Vikings, like all of the '70s Vikings, I feel like that are on this list so far: Jim Marshall and Ron Yeri, Paul Krause, and Mick Tinglehoff. They all played until they were 38. Basically, they just they played 15, (laughs) 19 years. Yeah. Was it just more prominent for guys to play into their mid late 30s back in the day because there wasn't as much competition athletically? Or is it just that these Um, guys happened to be the cream of the crop and they happened to play until they were in their mid-late 30s?
1: I think it was probably to be fair a combination of things, but one of the most important things was you also, like, you didn't get paid much, and so you you had to get a job in the summer. And therefore, the longer you could continue to get a paycheck, the better, right? Right. So, like, now it's like, okay, I'm 34, I've been beat up to hell playing football, but I'm also a millionaire if I've saved my my uh, uh, paycheck accordingly. Yeah. So, I think that there was a very big difference in, you know, I'm selling Coca-Cola in the summertime, I'm making money, but it's not great, why don't I continue to play, and plus, you know what, at that time, we never thought about your brain.
2: Yeah, no, no. Those guys oh, were all oh, just like oh, walking, walking zombies by the time they were thirty-six years old in the National Football <laughs> League.
1: So, oh, you're right. forgetful. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, exactly.
2: Right. <laughs> Get back out there, kid. Here's some smelling salts. Uh, before we continue here with number eight on the list. Got a fun event coming up here, Declan. The 3M Open
0: is back for the summer here in a couple weeks. That's right. Cameron Champ returning to defend his 2021 3M Open title. We got Tony Finau coming. Patrick Cantley's coming. Uh, Over 153 of the world's best golfers coming here to TPC Twin Cities from July 18th. The 24th. Catch all the action live and be part of the golf that matters. Make the 3M Open a family affair. Kids 15 and under get in free with a paid adult a ticket. Uh, and get your tickets today at 3MOpen.com/tickets. 3MOpen.com/tickets.
2: Also, we have a new partner this week starting on Purple Daily here, and uh, it was fun to connect with our guy Ryan, who is one of the owners of Equity Partners. We connected with him at the purple daily draft party back in late uh, April. And we've gotten to find out more about his company, which uh, to put it simply, they help make the selling process of your house. 100% hassle-free think about like contingencies and having to time up. Okay. We're going to put our house on the market, but we want to make sure that we're moving into a place and it's, it all becomes kind of a pain and they're here to take all of that away. They will partner with you. First of all, to fix up your home, before you put it on the market as part of their WeHab program, from simple fixes to total remodels, they'll help you get the most value out of your home. And uh, you can, through this partnership, move before you sell, which is one of the best things. So You can put in offers on your next home non-contingent on the sale of yours. So if you've been thinking about selling your home and you've got some things to maybe fix up or you're worried about the timing and contingencies you can find out more at equitypartnersmn.com that's equitypartnersmn.com number eight on Judd's top 25 greatest Vikings list
1: all right this is going to be the only guy in the top 10 who is not in Canton he will be someday but he is not yet in fact he still might play who knows this year it's no surprise Adrian Peterson, the all-time leading rusher in Vikings franchise history, a mile with 4,929 yards. Uh, He is number eight on my list. There is no denying, no matter what we think of him as a person, there's no denying the greatness that was AP. Um, An absolutely punishing, dominant rusher, and easily the best Vikings running back of all time.
2: And unfortunately, Judd's internet is sort of Adrian Peterson on third down in pass protection right now. So actually, if you could, oh, if you, you could re, like jump out and in or restart, I don't want to, I don't want to have to you know grind through the rest of this list with bad Judd internet here. I'm, so I'm Chester Taylor
0: this on the third down, right? <laughs> like I, I got to step in here because AP can't play the third down pass protection or be the be the screen guy, so I can be Chester here for him. <laughs>
2: Just coming out. Adrian, why don't you take a seat there? Take take a breather. So Adrian Peterson, uh, this I had a chance to cover the Vikings from two thousand six through like two thousand ten as a beat writer and uh, and as a radio host and whatnot. I'm so conflicted on him because he is I in some ways I think he could be higher than eight. Yeah. I mean absolutely. he when it comes to carrying the football and and just you sit in the backfield, hand him the ball, and give him the ball and run forward. I don't know that anyone was better at that. I mean, you could say Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, they all three had their different styles. But he was a freight train who could run like a 4340 40-yard dash and get separation from the fastest defensive players in the NFL. Um, but then on the flip side, he had some big fumbles in big spots. And mm. he was largely not used on third downs in his career. And so I think that probably dings him a little bit on this list. If he had helped the Vikings instead of fumbling a bunch of times in the NFC Championship game in 09, if he had been the hero of that game, and if they win that game and win a Super Bowl, I think Adrian is regarded maybe even above some of the guys, like the short list of guys yeah. that are ahead of him um in NFL history so very interesting
0: one I think in terms of just downhill running backs right like that dude was also I remember just being astonished by how far back he would be in like single back formation like that dude was like seven to eight yards back ready to just get a full head of steam and run but you know to 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 my generation I think because I was I was just starting high school or finishing eighth grade when they drafted AP and I remember my friends were just up in arms because brady quinn was in that draft and people thought brady quinn should have the vikings should have taken brady quinn because they needed a quarterback so badly but ap i think represents a whole chunk of fan base of people my age that remember those teams and remember how great of a running back he was and yeah kind of the last true bell cow running back like that um that just literally carried the vikings and you know the fumbles were certainly an issue and obviously the the Horrible cliche. It had to be mentioned on the PR notes and the bingo card of of broadcasters saying the most firm handshake in the NFL. You'd be shocked how many times he fumbles because he's got the hardest handshake. He broke my hand
2: in nine places.
0: Jim, back to you. And then even covering him because I was I started covering NFL teams in 2016. So that was his last year here in Minnesota. You know, and I never really was like starstruck. Uh, Starting to enter those locker rooms because you do kind of got to obviously unplug your fandom to a degree when you first start going in there. But I remember seeing AP in person and being like, that's Adrian Bleeping Peterson. Like, that's a dude yeah. I grew up watching as a high school, middle school kid. And now I'm standing next to him in a locker room and just being like, kind of like a little bit in awe. And this was, yeah, now at this point, past his prime, his off the field issues were certainly now a thing. Um, but he represents, I think, a large chunk of Vikings fans that love Adrian Peterson and, and carried those teams to a couple division titles. You know, yeah, I
2: think he's on a short list, and Randy Moss, I think, is at the top of the list. If you were to rank Vikings players in history of how many fans did they hook for the first time to be a diehard Vikings fan, Randy Moss hooked a bunch of people. I mean, we ask on Write That Down, I feel like, on a regular basis, we'll ask people, hey, when did you first become a Vikings fan? 98 is the most prominent answer, but I think for the next generation of fans, I think Adrian Peterson was that type of guy, too, that, that hooked you as a fan. Here's another crazy thing, and we can bring Judd in here and test out the internet gremlins here. But one of the crazy things about where Peterson stands right is fifth all time in rushing yards, fourteen thousand nine hundred eighteen. I don't know that he's going to get another crack at Barry Sanders, who is about three hundred yards ahead of him, and he's not going to catch Frank Gore, who's over a thousand yards ahead of him. So he's he's pretty firmly entrenched, fifth on the all time rushing list. If he gets another sniff for a half season, maybe he climbs up over Barry Sanders. But you have to scroll down to find the next active player on this rushing yards list is Mark Ingram at 54th with 7,800 yards. And then Zeke Elliott is 58th at 7,300. Derek Henry, 6,700. Le'Veon Bell, who's completely cooked, at 6,500. I don't know that another running back is going to get to 10,000 yards in their career the way that running backs aren't used. anymore. guys don't get the ball 300 times. I mean, Derrick Henry might, but these guys just don't get the ball as often as Adrian Peterson and the bell cows that came before him. Unless you're Frank Gore and you're somehow able to just play for 15 years, the second half of your career being sort of a part time role player. So, I mean, Adrian Peterson has double the yardage of the next active player on the NFL's all time rushing list. I don't think anyone's going to touch the top five guys on this list anymore.
1: Am I back? That's the most important question. Am <laughs> I back? I, I think back? you are. I, I, think I think you're back, you're back, AP. Okay, as long as I pass, you are as Adri- as I
2: You are Adrian Peterson dragging the end of your career across multiple different away. teams.
1: I just <laughs> won't go away. I'm Washington. I'm Detroit. I'm Tennessee. I just won't disappear. But anyway, it, in his prime, he, he was absolutely dominant and fantastic. I don't even care that his game was not complete. He was such a pleasure to watch on Sundays and such a dominant player. So he's number eight on my list. Yep.
2: Number seven here.
1: Number seven, and at this point in time, we are now purely going to be in a debate about positioning, in my opinion. Number seven, Hall of Fame wide receiver Chris Carter. The Vikings' all-time leader in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. Unbelievable. Picked up for $100 off waivers from Philadelphia after he had off-the-field problems and his coach Buddy Ryan said, all he does is catch touchdowns. Um, Chris Carter came here and was I mean, my God. Again, he's a guy that I personally was not a huge fan of, but as far as his ability and the sideline catches, he was doing things that are now commonplace in the nineties that a lot of guys weren't good at.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he was it's and he wasn't like a he wasn't a burner, he was just a find a place, get open. He was one of the great red zone receivers of all time and correct me if I'm wrong but didn't he retire with like the second most touchdown receptions of any player in league history behind Jerry Rice
1: sounds right yeah and And then I believe
2: other yeah other guys have have since passed Uh, let me pull this up real quick I'm on football reference so receiving touchdowns Jerry Rice 197 yeah Chris Carter retired with 130 and then both Randy Moss and Terrell Owens wound up passing him so he sits fourth on that
0: all-time list. A, qu- a question I have is, it, was it his off-the-field issues? Because my dad, I remember my dad just loathed Chris Carter, even when he was here, just could not stand the guy. But what took him so long to get into the Hall of Fame? Like, what, why did it take him so long to get a good in? good question.
1: Receivers, the position. The but position he was clearly one of common. the best yeah. of all time. Yeah. Dude, I know, but I mean, the, these guys, the guys that sit at the time sat in the room and talked about the candidates, Wide receivers, unless we were Moss or Rice, wide receivers had to pay a price of time. Um, It might not make sense, but they did. And it it, it wasn't just Chris. It was there were a few who deserved to go in who didn't because as the rules changed, the whole thing, the whole dynamic changed for receivers.
2: All right, give us number six here. Rifle off number six as we creep closer to the top five, Judd.
1: Number six on the list is Hall of Famer, left defensive end in all four Super Bowls. Played for the Vikings from 64 to 78 and as a man that Phil Mackey once said, you lost all your Super Bowls. Carl Eller. Carl Eller is number six on the list. Part of one of the great defensive lines of all time. The Purple People Eaters, you had Gary Larson, you had Eller, you had Paige, you had Marshall. Carl Eller, number six.
2: Yeah, Carl Eller is the first interview old MacAdac ever conducted in his professional media I'm slash sure journalism career. Was,
1: I'm sure, your old man was happy he set that up. I was
2: seven or eight. I think I was eight, and uh, yeah, my dad. So my dad worked for Hennepin County, and 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 Carl Eller, they 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 crossed paths in their professions, and they you know became friendly, friendly enough for us to go get lunch one time with Carl at the old Huberts across oh, from yeah. the old Metrodome. And, uh, yeah, we walk in, and again, I'm like eight years old, but I was a sports encyclopedia for being eight years old. Mm-hmm. And we walk in, and there's Carl Eller, man, just hulking Carl Eller. It's probably 1992. And so, you know, he's probably, what, 50 at the time, something oh, like yeah. that, late 40s or 50s. So he's still pretty, pretty put together. Oh, yeah. And he still is, by the way. If you see old Carl out, he's, you know, he's <laughs> certainly not a blob by any means. And my dad said, Philip, this is Carl Eller. This man played in four Super Bowls with the Minnesota Vikings. And I said, yeah, and he lost them all.
1: <laughs> and that set you up as a Vikings fan for life. Like,
2: <laughs> Luckily, Carl laughed it off and didn't take that big paw and grab me by the neck and throw me out the door at Hubert's. But then he allowed me to sit down with him. for a, We had a class project of some kind where we had to interview somebody. I don't know. And I think everyone else interviewed, like, their aunt, their brother, their dad, and I interviewed Carl Eller <laughs> oh, so you got an A? I don't even, yeah, probably, yeah. You, yeah, that's just, a, yeah, that's real good. I'll find the tape at some point. He did, I remember he told my parents, because, you know, I don't want, just, let's just make this for a class project. I don't want this being, like, you know, put out there on the media or anything. But I asked a bunch of questions about his career. But, you know, it's been over 25 years now, so I think the, hell, it's been 30 years.
1: You've I think we tape. can probably
2: release that tape at some point, can't we? And you've got it? It's somewhere. I think it's back home at the farm. Yeah.
1: Oh god, that be I'd we'll love find it somewhere. That. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> so Carl so there it is. Ron Yary, ten, Paul Krauss nine, Adrian Peterson eight, Chris Carter seven, and Carl Eller six. Change the caps too. As we make oh, yeah. our way. Look
1: like at that. you, oh, oh, You didn't have to do that. Oh, no. I sort of liked no, your your, yeah. your protest. Yeah. You
2: know, people were people were commenting uh-huh. that uh that AJ would update the lower banner for every new player that Judd threw out throughout the episode. Oh wow! That they liked when AJ would really? update the banner. <laughs> yeah, I just saw a couple. Com- I'm just saying Passion. a couple comments that that when the backup came in and did this thing with this route that the starter <laughs> wasn't doing, that the you know the the people the fans appreciated that. So, just want to throw it out there. No, that's you
0: know, okay. Just- <laughs> got two quarterbacks. You don't got one. That's fine. It's it's all right. We're okay.
1: Hey, wait, why, why are you taking a shot at me? Oh, oh, um, yeah, that's a good point. You know what? I'm, I'm Team Declan here. <laughs> Poor guy does enough work
2: already. I know he does a lot of work. He does a lot of work. Um, so there it is. We're we're on the doorstep of the top five greatest Vikings of all time. We can probably start to piece together who might be in that list of five.
1: What you don't know is how. Can gonna think gonna of
2: be a couple guys there. for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah,
1: and and you can certainly debate my top ten as far as ranking. Like I'm sure there's some that I have. Just outside the top five, that people will say, "Oh, that guy should be top five, and you should knock this guy out."
2: Yeah. So let me think. Kirk Cousins still, yeah, still out there. For Dante. people wondering why Judd hasn't, why Judd has snubbed Kirk Cousins to this point, it's because you're not including active players. What is this?
1: Kirk Cousins football card. Oh yeah. That. Nice. From Panini last week.
2: Panini. Oh wow! Graphic. You, you should it's get gra- that sign next time you go to a press think- conference.
1: Oh God, yeah, I'll do that. Hello. <laughs> just as suit and just right before my. Credentials hey, could you, could, pulled, you right to, rightfully so, rightfully could you make it out rightfully so? Rightfully so. You make it out to Jud
2: from uh, from Purple Daily, please. Daily Vikings entertainment.
1: entertainment. Kirk, I I can't stand you, but my dog Stella, she loves you. Could you make it out to Stella?
2: <laughs> to Stella. Like,
1: to Stella. Oh my gosh. Uh, Uh, yeah, no,
2: you probably have to get a couple more surlies in you before you approach Kirk for an autograph,
1: I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, well, first of all, uh, I'm not going to be approaching Kirk for an autograph at any point, but I would love, you know what I would love to do? I would love to gather at the beer hall with some pizza and some uh, delicious beers from our friends at Surly Brewing Company and sit down and break be- bread and have a couple Furiouses with Kirk and really get to the bottom of his quarterback play. And perhaps I could say, you know, Kirk, as you're enjoying this Furious, you're loosening up a lot right now, right? And so you might be, you might say, I'm going to take some more shots down the field. I'm going to have a state of mind that's going to be more positive, that's going to be less risk adverse. And you know why? Because Surly Brewing is the beer that puts everybody in the right frame of mind, no matter what you think of my list which might make you surly in a bad way surly will make you will put you in a positive state of mind drink responsibly but always enjoy the summer beers from surly and then of course show us your cans
2: yeah and that's pizza and beers in moderation because it's possible to enjoy life and
1: still keep the weight off right and that comes from my friends at Livia Weight Control Center is down 40 pounds, uh, lean, mean, fighting machine. How did you do it, Judd? If you can lose weight, I can too. If that's what you just said, you're exactly right. And now I have the plan for you It is Livia Simple Start Plan, only $59. That's right. Any time of year, if you're looking to take off the weight, is a good time of year. And I did say $59 on the Livia Simple Start Plan. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia.com. L-I-V-E-A.com. Inside the state or out, guess what? If you're in Florida, if you're in Vegas, if you're a Vikings fan in New York, virtual Visits are possible. They will send you the food. It is as easy as can be. 40 pounds down, feeling great. Didn't take a ton of work. I'm going to be honest about it. Livia.com.
2: There it is. All right, boys. It's time now for the random Viking of the week. The fiercest competition every single week between Judd and Declan.
1: Between the competition and me competing with my... My internet here. Let's see what happens. And by the yeah. way,
0: I don't no, have I my I laptop, here. so I, I'm I'm I am taking notes on the screen. So I just want people to know I'm not oh. cheating. I just want I just want. Why don't you see? I got my notes. <laughs> I just want people okay. to know that here if they see me typing, next. I'm not looking
2: Here's up answers. Just, I'm glad. Um, thank Thank you for your transparency, Declan.
1: Dollar notebook I bought at Target this week. What
2: if we? Because Judd has a twenty six to fifteen lead on Declan all the time. Judd, you in fairness, to Declan, Declan had four consecutive wins yeah. and you never got pinned for you know, you, you weren't the one that got pinned last week. It was AJ who lost on Matt Asiata. So as far as I'm concerned, this is week six of Declan holding the crown here, going into week six on a random Viking. I was gonna say, maybe if he gets too out of hand though. We should have Declan be able to cheat while Judd can't and then see if Declan can. That sounds like a terrible Declan idea. Can, that, that's uh,
1: condescending to Declan. I don't like that. <laughs> My sports son doesn't need your condescension. Maybe max.
2: Declan gets one lifeline that Judd doesn't or something mm-hmm. if the blog continues. Yeah, maybe.
1: So, Dex, is on, a, wait, so Dex, Dex has won four in a row going into, because he he lost last week, but that's not his loss. Yep. The last so, one Declan lost yeah. was
2: Sage Rosenfeld, like, yeah, over so, a month ago. So Dex really
1: is... For a month now, he has held his own. This is not a man that needs a lifeline.
2: Okay. So uh, Declan's four-game winning streak included Latavius Murray, Marquise Gray, Corey Chavis, Pat Williams. We start with this clue. And by the way, I throw out clues. You guys can ask me questions if you want to. I can refuse to answer or whatnot. You get three incorrect guesses, and then you're out. Uh, You can blurt out answers whenever you want to. So (laughs) here we go. Yeah. This random Viking of the week originally hails from Natchez, Mississippi. Mississippi. This random Viking of the week played college football in the Big 12. Big 12 guy. Yeehaw. This random Viking of the week was an All-State Class 5A defensive back his senior season of high school. He was a second round draft pick.
1: I I gotta get I gotta guess. Wow. Okay. Um yeah, it might it might be wrong, Declan, don't worry about it. Is it Tyrell Johnson? No. Okay.
2: Although I'm making a future note. For Tyrell Johnson to be a future random Viking of the week.
1: If I'm not mistaken, Tyrell Johnson was the Vikings' first pick in the Jared Allen draft to 2008 when they gave up. So they took him Mm -hmm. with their first pick, but it was a second-round pick, and he was a safety, so that's why I guess like a defensive back.
0: Yep. Yep. All right. I got it. I like the
1: the guess.
2: I got a
0: hint, but I want the next
2: clue. Okay. This random Viking of the week played 89 games and started 72 of them. Oh, never mind. In his NFL career.
0: Wouldn't be this guy then.
2: This random Viking of the week won a national championship in college. What? How many games, Phil, you said? You said 70? 89, 72 starts, 89 games.
1: 89 games. So he won a national championship in the Big 12.
2: You want a natty. NFL coaches include Mike Shanahan, Mike, uh, I'm sorry, Mike Shanahan, Leslie Frazier, and Brad Childress.
0: All right, I'll I'll take a stab at it. Oh, I love it. The aggressiveness. Oh, Chris Cook. I don't think he started any games though.
1: Chris okay. Cook, who was a second round pick though
2: the Vikings first? the Vikings actually uh, I don't think you want a natty the Vikings themselves had drafted four players in the previous four drafts before this player was drafted who had also won national championships in college so those players leading up to this draft where this player was selected. The Vikings had taken national yep. champions Bryant McKinney in 2002, yep. Konechi Udeza in 2004, and uh, Darian Scott. Oh, yeah, Darian Scott. And Dustin Fox. They drafted Dustin Fox in 2005. Ohio State, Ohio
1: State. Yeah, he's God. a... Uh, so, uh, this, he's this, a broadcaster this, in Cleveland now, right? There's
0: another corner, but he didn't
2: win a lot. So, so or,
1: wait, so they had... Yeah. So those guys had won... So note. this guy played for Shanahan, Frazier, and Childress, not in that order. So obviously he played for Childress, Frazier, and then probably. And, and you said Mike Shanahan, right? Yes.
2: This random oh, Viking crap. of the week
1: gonna wrong. Yeah.
2: was coached by the legendary Mac Brown. Cedric Griffin. Uh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> I want to get that. Cedric Griffin, second-round pick, kind of a forgotten cornerback, but he was a starting quarterback for the Vikings for like six years. Yeah, five or six 2009. Years. Yes, he was.
1: 2009. Yeah, once fell asleep and while drunk in the middle of '62, I believe. <laughs> next, next training camp had changed his life all around. Shockless. That's kind of a boring he told me drive. All about it. I wrote about it. Cut he told stare. you all about how he's
2: not going to fall asleep on the he freeway anymore. Changed
1: around every training camp <laughs> there was a guy who had changed his life. Oh, absolutely! Way, shape, Best shape of your life, and, change and, your and life every forever. Every year I wrote it like the sap I was, and if you people wonder why I'm so pessimistic about humans now, this is why.
2: Yeah. Well, you got to write it in training camp, and then you know, because that's kind of when you got to make up make up stories like that.
1: And you are you are uh, uh, um, now on the on the in the area, Phil, of all of those like early cornerback draft picks or defensive back draft picks the who weren't first ones? rounders. But the Marcus McCauleys, the Asher Allens, Cedric was okay. Declan's right. Chris Cook. I, in fact, I believe Chris Cook's another year where they didn't have a first round pick, and they and he he might have been the first pick the Vikings took second round that year.
2: Yeah, that was bad. That was a bad but, one.
1: But they were um, Marcus McCauley's dad at training camp. My oh my great. gosh, he's really not as good as you think he is, Mr. McCauley. <laughs> I think so, you were with me for that one.
2: Uh, yes, I do remember. I was very high on him. He was he was he picked off like three passes in one of his first practices or something. Oh look at this guy! Chris the gambler. Was, He's gonna take some chances,
1: pick off Chris, some passes. Chris Cook in like his second year in a training camp practice picked off three passes and chip and i are like we got to write a big story about this, this is unbelievable what do you those do?
0: were the only three passes he would ever pick and off. didn't he like <laughs> didn't ever. he have one game where he just like shut down Mega and shut down megatron as in like limited him to four catches for 70 yards like i, I think there's one game against the lions where Probably. he quote-unquote shut down calvin johnson and everyone was riding high on the kool-aid there too i don't remember that one but maybe we can we should do a rewind episode about the, the oh,
2: one cook. game chris cook had <laughs> nice job Get chilly on! Amazing. Uh, all right. Hey, a quick a quick uh, shout out to our friends at Federated Insurance. So, in addition to helping business owners for over a hundred years, they have been partners with Big Brothers Big Sisters since two thousand five. And through the Federated Challenge, they've helped raise forty four million dollars for Big Brothers Big Sisters, which provides one to one relationships, mentoring relationships for children facing adversity. So, Big Brothers Big Sisters across the company serves across the country, I should say. Serves 135,000 children nationwide, 5,000 of those in Minnesota. So if you want to get in and help out, maybe you want to become a big, you can find out more information at federatedchallenge.org. Federatedchallenge.org. Tomorrow, we finish off the top five greatest Vikings of all time, according to Judd. Um, I don't know. We're going to have to do snubs at some point. Maybe we do that for Saturday's episode. Maybe we save it for early next week. I also might put together a list of the most underrated, underappreciated Vikings of all time. Keep them coming. These lists are fun, them. man. P- people are people are sending are. us their lists and stuff. It's, it's, a great it's, time it's to do list it. season, baby.
0: It is.
2: Let's get it. It's all right, a that's a wrap. List season. Daily Vikings entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die.
1: Hey, this is Adam Carolla from the Adam Carolla Show. BetOnline.net net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season as well find all the latest players developments team matchups news podcasts and in-depth analysis on every game and as always bet online remains your continued source for All your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite games and events, including MLB playoffs, uh, the start of the NHL season, MMA, of course, boxing, and even golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device and learn more. Bet online, where the game starts.
0: He knows he once ate an entire sheet cake. He knows your selfie life isn't your real life. He knows what goes down on the DMs. Shouldn't you know your dog better? Now you can learn his inner secrets with Embark, the highest rated dog DNA test. Unlocking over 350 breeds and screening for over 215 genetic health risks. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.
3: Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring. After two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability, Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time, and clearly he's not ready to hang up the cleats.